There's a smart new website that will change the way you invest using social media. Like Folio. Here to explain a team of brothers, Andy and Landon Swan, of Like Folio. And they've always been building out great technology at the intersection of social and trading. Powered by unique social data. Analyzed by legendary traders. The Like Folio broadcast starts right now. All right, we're live. Snap to it, boys. We got some money to make. Absolutely. <laughs> some of that market open money. That's the best money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The market just uh, opened about 15 minutes ago, and we are rock and rolling on Thursday morning. One thing I want to get out of the way really quickly, we've got uh, Starbucks has been in the headlines a lot for some negative reasons. We've got a opportunity alert out at Likefolio um, that we put out a couple days ago on Starbucks, which is really interesting. I think people should really um, make sure they get that. If you've been thinking about joining Likefolio, do it now on the Likefolio website. Just go to pricing. Uh, it's pretty cheap. Uh, we might have to... I'm going to have to raise that price. I think Landon's kind of whipping me on that, but um, we've got the alert out. If you join now, um, we'll get you the alert within like 15 or 20 minutes, and they have earnings after the bell today. It's not necessarily an earnings trade. It's more like a six to nine month play on Starbucks, but it kind of, this kicks it off. Right. I mean, we could get things going in the right direction. So make sure you're joined. We want to trade with you and, um, that's how that's how we keep things running around here. That's how we keep the lights on. Right. A lot of times alerts will come out right around earnings. It doesn't necessarily mean it's an earnings play. Because earnings are every three months. Yeah. It's always gonna yeah. be, you know, often it's gonna be just before earnings. So Yeah. A lot it, of times it's a longer term play. If you don't have the stomach for entering a trade the day before earnings, you can wait till after earnings and then enter the trade. Yeah, that's totally cool. And like Nick has said so many times, how key duration is um to these trades so we got starbucks after the bell today kind of kicking off a six to nine month trade hopefully goes our way um but it's pretty cool because every one of those alerts comes with like three ways to play it the conservative the aggressive the option spread um it's pretty cool but enough of that um you know last time we talked about getting uh, american express wrong I do have some good news, though. Pinnacle Foods, the one with that Gardein brand. Mm-hmm. Remember, I think we did Gardein on the podcast. Like, it's a vegan, yeah, frozen packaged food that has just taken off for Pinnacle. And we kind of noticed that and put out um, a blog post. I think it was in Forbes. but um, We did that analysis on the food trends and vegan was... The vegan chart looks like the Gardein chart. Yeah. Whereas the vegetarian is real flat. So it's really interesting that... If you're going into that world, you go vegan. You don't go just vegetarian. Yeah, I think vegetarians like it's like the cool thing to do ten years ago, right? And now it's vegan. You got to be like hardcore, right? I've been been hearing more and more people attempting the vegan route. Yeah, that's a tough route. I mean, it's a very dedicated, difficult route. If there's an opposite of vegan, so (laughs) Najev, Najev. That's vegan spelled backwards. I'm Najev. I'm so Najev. I'll go an entire day without anything that would qualify as vegan. Hunter only. No gathering. 
No gathering. <laughs> That's right. I'm a hunter only. Um, well, I might gather eggs. I think that counts. But I, I don't think vegans yeah. go for eggs either. No. I don't know what they do. But anyway, Pinnacle is up. Um, yeah. What were we in at? Like 52, 53, something like that? And it's, it's not 61, which is a pretty good move for a food packaging. They got some activist investors in there now. Um, but good trade there. So we're loving that. Um, what do you guys think about Snapchat? I'm a little worried about them. I mean, we put out the, we've been negative on them for a couple months now, mm-hmm. since like 18 or 19, and now it's down we've to 14. We've been negative since the IPO. I yeah, mean, that's pretty true. We've, we've hit it. We've come back in more here and there. But if you look at the purchase intent chart, it peaked like a month and a half or two months before the IPO. Beautiful IPO. Absolutely. Beautiful exit by, I mean, is it Evan Spiegel? Is that the correct name? That is for the CEO of Snapchat, absolutely correct. Yeah, if you're going to go IPO, you might as well do it when you're hot. That's the way these IPOs are now. Like 20 years ago or whatever, a little more than that probably, <clears throat> Amazon IPO'd at like a $400 million market cap, right? And then built a business from there. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like all of these companies just go until there's no more support for them in the private financing sector i mean uber's got you know 40 billion dollar valuation or something i mean companies are going to right where they would be in the top 50 publicly traded companies in terms of valuation and they're still not going public right and so it's almost like the only thing that goes public anymore it's like the last dump of the stock right it's pretty interesting yeah i think it's a real shame because 20, 50 years ago, that's truly how you raised the big money. You right. know, you could do like, but before the venture kind of really took hold, you could do some private financing rounds. You could get your company to a certain point. And then if you wanted to raise 50 or $100 million to actually go build an, a really big business, you kind of had to IPO. Right. Now it's just not the case. So anyway, we've been negative on Snapchat since we felt like that was one of those. Yeah. Like you said, our data showed it was peaking right as they were doing the roadshow for the IPO. Yeah, they nailed that. But then that rollout, the user rollout, we put out a uh, report on that about how bad the reception was for that, how negative <laughs> it was taking. It was so bad. Yeah, that was absolutely terrible. I mean, all, all that stuff is fairly priced in now, right? We've got earnings on May 1st. Yeah. Are you guys going to touch it into earnings? We've got IV at 52-week highs. I mean, is, it, is it even worth touching? This is our first yeah. earnings uh, quarter reflecting that new UI. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm feeling so good about it. Well, I mean. I, I would actually like to see IV at all-time highs in order to touch it. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's my theory. My theory is it's already down four, four and a half dollars from where we put that report out. Right. So it's like that's a nice gain. That's close to 25% gain if you're short the stock. So my theory is there's a lot of negativity baked into Snapchat already. Sure. The fact that the one thing that makes me think they could actually still manage to disappoint beyond even (laughs) what they've disappointed already is the fact that they just announced yesterday or the day before that they're redesigning the new UI. Yeah, Like they're actually waving the white flag. And the fact that they put that out before the earnings release makes me think 
they might be trying to get ahead of the bad news in the earnings release. Because if I'm an advertiser on Snapchat and I'm seeing this stuff, this data from us, from everywhere, and they're going to actually have to release these user numbers. If I'm an advertiser on Snapchat and Snapchat's not cool and like the Kardashians are even talking about how it's not cool anymore. It's like, why am I spending $500,000 or $5 million or whatever it is to promote a story for the day? Like, mm-hmm. and have really no tracking on it. Like, people can't click on those things very well. It's like, what am I doing with my marketing money? And so, Snapchat's kind of in a little bit of a potential death spiral, I feel like. But I'm not going to bet against them going into this earnings report just because, like I said, it's been a 25% down move that's mm-hmm. already been baked in. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to bet against them at these levels. I mean, if you look at the stock chart here, we've we're kind of churning. Uh, right, right above fourteen, and fourteen has been a big support level. Mm. So, I mean, I think this is where you could potentially stall out and maybe find support longer term. But I mean, if it breaks below this level, then you can definitely call the death spiral a uh, reality. Yeah. Well, I think uh, so much of their value is based on growth. Yeah. That if they hold, that's very bad. Right. That's when you so. get multiple, like, or if they decline, then you start to get. Like you just lose that fantasy value, that fantasy multiple, right? Of what it could be. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, yeah, you're saying. I and mean, I was it's like, well, it, it was what it could be. Now it's not. <laughs> you lose that, <laughs> and you start not making money. And Instagram is just kicking their oh, yeah. ass. It was it was so crazy to see how fast everybody just jumped ship Snapchat, went straight to IG Story. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, just like that. That's and scary. Yeah. It is, especially if you're... That's even scary for Instagram, because they got to be like, okay, tiptoe on everything, because these people are fickle. Yes. They are fickle. The good news for Instagram, for Facebook and Instagram, is that it's Facebook, and so it's already got that web of real-life connections built into it. I was it. just going to say that. I mean, people already have kind of that subconscious plant to kind of want to side with them because they already have so much of their life shared with that particular company. Yeah. So they easily jump ship from this other company that's unrelated and come over to this company that is related. Right. right. It's like... I, I don't think the shift would be as quick and easy going away from no, stories. No, Facebook... Now they've got them. Facebook has a lot of gravity. A Absolutely. lot of gravity. Like, like a it black just... Hole. Sucks you in. Like, okay, I'm leaving Facebook. I'm going to Instagram. (laughs) Okay, I'm done with that. I'm just messaging people. WhatsApp is something will beat Facebook though over the next ten years. I mean, eventually, probably so. Everything, but Facebook will own it. (laughs) Yeah. How big was how big was MySpace at its peak compared to Facebook now? Any idea? Oh, minuscule, minuscule, minuscule. Because I think Facebook has over a billion users. Users, right? Active, yeah. It, just social media Daily wasn't that, nearly that big, but as a Correct. percentage, MySpace probably owned a similar percentage of social media. Yeah, it just wasn't the space wasn't that big. Yeah, hundred percent. And they got whooped. Similar, right? Because they had a sort of a UI change where you could <laughs> put your own JavaScript in, and people <laughs> made everything flashy and stuff, and their pages were awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. that died a quick death. Yeah. I felt like it was like once overnight. you could customize your page, it was like, whoops! Yeah. You just handed the keys to a twelve-year-old. <laughs> it was so weird. I didn't even know why it was dying or that it was dying. I just stopped using it for some reason. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember. And it was just dead. 
Facebook just came in and clobbered it. Yep. Well, they also sold it to. Um, they sold it for a good exit. News Corp, yeah. right? And then bought it back. And then they bought it back. They bought it back for a million. Oh, that's beautiful. Like years later. That's yeah. beautiful. Almost for like nostalgia purposes. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. them. But anyway, so Facebook, um, we did that, I think last time we talked about that. And I talked about when we went on, um, we were on Fox Business being bullish on Facebook. That was about uh, three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, the stock was at what, like 152 or 153. You're talking about whether or not Facebook quits has legs. Yeah, which it did not. The, the right. delete Facebook movement had no legs. Flash in the pan. Vocal minority, people not actually doing it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of activism. And so that report went out, and I think last night Facebook just blew the doors off the market. And now the stock is, um, what we got it at, Nick? Is it? It's over 170, I think. Yeah, we're at, yeah, we're at 171 basically. 171. Yeah, a little over 171. So nice move up for Facebook, and I love that story because it's two companies in the same sector, right? Where you know there was a winner and a loser, mm-hmm. and um, you know the story unfolded. I don't think that um, you know necessarily we the, we were the only ones saying this by any stretch, but the story unfolded. And the the data that we had on user behavior and user commentary was very predictive of both of those directions in the same sector, which mm-hmm. which I think is really cool and um, pretty proud of. Absolutely. Um, so, but so Facebook, you could have made some money going along that into earnings or buying some calls. Snapchat, I think they report next Monday, May first, May first, Tuesday. Tuesday, so tread lightly there. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I know I'm gonna trade it, but I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I mean, we, <laughs> you know, I feel like I've made the money going da- on it going down. You get some house money. Get a little house money. I like to play with house money. And people always do this. I do it. I'm sure you do it. When you beat a stock, you have house money on that stock. Yes. When you're down Absolutely. to a stock, you, you that stock owes you money. <laughs> Totally. It's stupid. but and That's how I got a few stocks on my blacklist. I don't want trade anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Blacklist. Because they just beat me every time. Yep. Um, American <laughs> Express is becoming one of those. So I I've think. got the Snapchat options chain up on the screen. Okay, let's see. And the May the, the May weeklies that expire on May 4th. What's the stock at? 14? Yeah, 15 bucks. Basically. 15 even. Okay. So these are the May weeklies that expire three days after the earnings report. Correct. Okay. Yep, which is eight eight days from now is the expiration date. Got it. You can sell the thirteen puts right now for thirty eight cents. Which to me, you know, that's two percent the price over two percent the price of the wow. stock. And you're two dollars out of the money, one dollar under that fourteen dollar support I told you about. Yeah. If you want to throw some risk on the table, I mean that seems like a nice little What about cushion. the what about like the seventeen calls? What about the other side? What are those uh, the 17 calls are sitting at 56 cents. So there is wow. almost a two to one um, differential there. Wow. And the calls being richer than the puts. Mm-hmm. So the market is betting on upside here. The market's betting on upside for So I, I guess we need to switch that and sell the calls. <laughs> yeah, you want to be contrarian. Fade the public, man. Fade the public. It's interesting. That's crazy. Um, so everybody thinks it's oversold and it's all priced in. You know, I'll probably just sell both of them. 
just make it a little strangle. Yeah. Probably could just sell both of them. I might sell those calls. That's rich. That is very rich. That's, well, that's five percent the price of the stock to be two points out of the money, well, two and a half points when you factor in the break. Yeah, even. it's got to move what 12, 13 percent, yeah, for you to break even, yeah, yeah, and then you get another two percent. That's no joke, wow. And I mean, we're gonna get a massive vol crush because it has a history of crushing mm. significantly. We're, at, we're here at about 86 percent implied volatility, it'll likely crush down to 60, 55 range so yeah, you'll mm. get a you'll get a 25 30 percent not 25 30 point drop i'm gonna do that i'm gonna sell ID. the 17s not a lot of money just a few but yeah i like that play i might i might just sell both of those the 13 and the 17 i kind of like that too just a little strangle action yeah and whichever way it goes if i get assigned i'll probably be fine with yeah. Like I'm kinda cool with Snapchat in the fourteen to fifteen dollar. Like right. I actually I wouldn't mind at all if it popped and I got assigned the seventeen and now it's short at seventeen bucks. Right. That wouldn't That's bother me what at I was all. Thinking. Um the only thing they're not showing yet is the market maker move, which you know shows you what the market's anticipating the earnings move to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean you can cal- I can calculate that, but I need What's the stock at right now? Stock's right at 15. And what? So what's the 15 call and the 15 put? If you add those together. For the that May weekly. Yeah. Um, we're at $1.25 on the put side. $1. twenty, so $2.45. Call it $2.50. God. That's so much. 20%. No, 20%. 16%. That's big. I mean, this is a big report for them. Yeah, it is. It's a big report. They got a lot to prove. And they just launched those stupid goggles again. Oh, did they? Yeah. Going back to the goggles. What are the goggles? The glasses that you wear, and they have cameras in them that are pointing out that can feed to your Snapchat. Okay. Kind of like Google Glass. Uh, sort of, except for it feeds directly to your Snapchat. So people yeah, it's can more see like what you're Google Glass is more like informative. Right. Like Snap, but it had Snapchat a camera too, right? Goggles. Yeah, it, it, did. it did. It did. Yeah, you're right. But it, but it more kind of like gave you information on what you were looking at, whereas Snapchat goggles... Gives you the ability to socially share what you're looking at. So you go to a concert so, and you're like, "Check it out, front row." And, yeah, and this okay. one, this one That's chef cool. was using it, and he was wearing the goggles, so he had both hands free, and he was walking people through recipes. It was actually pretty cool. That is cool. I think there's great use cases. There are great use cases for sure. I think um, you know a lot of you may know I went to law school for like seven <laughs> or eight weeks before dropping out. Seven or eight weeks. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it gets longer every time, right? (laughs) That there was any attendance at all is questionable. The number of hours in class, (laughs) maybe in the teens. But anyway, a couple years he'll have graduated. It is my expert legal opinion, though. You probably (laughs) will need to check with an actual attorney that if you see someone wearing Snapchat goggles out in public, it's completely legal to punch them in the face. Oh man, because you're on somebody's Snapchat at that point. Yeah, you're like, right, really, buddy? What do the goggles look like? Do they look goofy and cartoony, like I would think? Also, kind of incognito. They're not incognito. They've got cameras. They got two cameras, one on each side. I don't know if they're planning on some Ooh, little VR, three D VR type of deal. But that's cool. Yeah, I think they could make something very cool out of the whole thing. But 
it kind of also smacks of desperation at this point because yeah. they just put out the goggles a couple like 18 months here's, ago and they flopped them on the screen they uh essentially have you know, they're, okay. just, they're just sunglasses and they have cameras on both you know yeah. the upper left and upper gotcha. right corners of the i like that the they're shades. not incognito i like that they're kind of branded a little bit yeah yeah they're, they're so definitely you're... say hey I've, I've got snap goggles on yeah it won't be long before you'll just always have to think that you're being filmed you know, that people will just have cameras in their retinas and who knows, whatever. So this is the first step towards the truly Orwellian. Yeah, but think of how much better America's Finest Home Videos will get if everything's always being filmed. Oh, man, I can't even count the amount of times I wish something was recorded. <laughs> Me too. I, mean, I almost encourage that situation. I know, just for the laughs. Um, And then we'll just wrap it up on broader market i'm a little concerned i don't know about you guys so nick do you have a broader market call because to me i'm watching these earnings reports come out and we're seeing some where the company beats earnings really well and the stock still drops which is always kind of a little yellow flag for me Mm -hmm. on the overall market like it's a sell first ask questions later type of uh, situation brewing so that's kind of my two cents i feel like market risk is to the downside very significantly versus upside but like to get your take so on the screen here we've got that spy chart that we've looked at in the past and i've got both of those uptrend support lines we've talked about in the past um it's definitely fully broken through the initial uptrend support which kind of only factors in um you know a few you know a few moves but Mm -hmm. the lower one is what factors in every base and right now it's testing it pretty hard but it still has yet to break it uh, until it breaks it, I really can't shift completely bearish. But I would say, based on this price action, it is definitely Use giving, caution. giving it the old college try to get through that, mm. that major support level. Got it. You know, it's a multi-year uptrend support. So once it breaks through there, it's trouble. Right wow. now we're at 265. That uptrend support is sitting right at 260. If you see a break to about 255, a break and hold down in the 255 level over the next three to four weeks then I think we're uh, shifting to a, a full bearish mode here. Hmm. I'd probably look at it wrong. I like to just look at individual names because I feel like that's where our edge is. Yeah, for sure. And kind of ignore the market. Mm-hmm. And then if Nick starts yelling from the other room, hey, guys, look at the market. I'm like, okay, I need to pay attention. Something's going on. But generally, I like to look at just single names. Probably not smart, but. I No, I think that is smart. Yeah, I mean, that's, you, you got to know where your more, edge is. Yeah, you're going to get a lot more individual opportunity there, but there's also great opportunities in broad-based market trading because of the liquidity associated with it right? and the liquidity associated with the options. And you don't get you know real good signals to actually get a directional trade in broad-based markets a lot lately. True. Uh, so if we get this signal, then I'm definitely going to hop on it. Nice. Sounds like a plan. All right, so we've planned it all out. We've got uh, that Starbucks report after hours today, so make sure you're on as a Likefolio member. We love trading with you guys, and um, we've got, just make sure you're following us on Twitter and YouTube. It's cool. We're We're having a good time. Yep. I agree. All right. Have a good week, guys. Close strong.